0: Or reviews, the you review podcast that will try to be nice to movies, but may indeed have to slice and dice them. Each and every month is a thing. However, from now until the end of July, I'm taking here's stories or reviews over the rainbow, putting a little queer in your fear. Yes, I know queer is a problematic word, but it rhyme, so with what I'm calling the summer of same sex. First up is May gay Movies. Terrible bloody title, but I've been setting up one for fucking ages, so shut up. Which are movies with a gay twist. So, I thought I'd bite the bullet and cover a 1313 movie. Also, this was heavily requested by a follower. I've got a five star review for this. If you have never heard of these, then think yourself lucky. These are from the mind of one David Cotto. Who was once a big ish deal in a horror community? He directed such <laughs> classics as Creepozoids, a Bugnuts late 80s alien clone, Sorority Play Babes in the Slimeball slime Ball of Rammer, as a take on a bloody half, and Puppet Master 3, also a retro Puppet Master, before turning to softcore gay porn, i.e., a 13 of 13 movies. Mind you, not that before. Kribisoids, and I must cover up for this podcast. Uh, he did do gay porn, so full circle. Hmm. Now, how to explain these thirteen thirty movies? Okay, here we go. A bunch of pretty boys in their early twenties wander around a huge house in their tidy white underwear, take a shower, and then go to bed, lie down, and fake masturbate. Then become possessed, rinse, and repeat. Somehow there's over 40 in this style, uh, with 14, 13, 13 movies made. Jesus, Jenkins, he fuckers out. Yes, folks, I did my research and watched about two-thirds of these. How in the hell he got away with making the same movie over and over and over again is beyond me. Also, this is what I call padding, as I don't know how many times I could write Quote, a pretty boy walks around your house in tight white underwear, then takes a shower, then fakes wanking off Unquote, I mean, this goes on and on and on and on and on Ugh. So let's just step through these doors of this frat house and see how haunted it actually is With its one million dollar budget, how the fuck does this cost a million dollars, I mean This pulled on unknown as it was straight to VOD I should straight to DVD in it was, hmm. Starring a bunch of models slash wannabe actors, none of which I've bloody well heard of. Uh, no, seriously. Derek North, Graham Rogers, and David Fann- Flannery. Directed by David DeCoto The plot A frat house built on the ruins of an insane asylum has awakened a vengeful spirit. Now the frat boys are taken over by said spirit. That's it. That's the plot. <laughs> Uh, by the way, this is the lowest or one of the lowest IMDb scores on a movie I've ever covered sitting at a measly 2.8 out of 10. God, help me. So, this opens up on the studio logo of Rapid Heart Pictures. And if you see this thing, run! Then on to the title in spooky font because spooky and scary. Up pops text saying quote on April eleventh two thousand and ten, inexplicable event happened at name redacted university, of the chapter of name redacted fraternity. Police investigations are still ongoing. We have footage from surveillance cameras plus personal video recordings. Also, where applicable, we have full dramatic reenacting. Unquote. Really, Queen? You're going to jump on the fucking party bandwagon, you fucking hack? Henry, anyway, cut to an. Easter Island head statue sticking out its tongue. And David DeCoto's home where bad taste went to throw up after a fucking heavy party. In Malibu, but of course it is. On to a random pretty boy. who's sweetie in bed having a bad dream. I think this guy is Brad, played by Graham Rogers. On to star in A Typical and Ray Donovan. Good for him. Cut to his dreams shot in blue filter. That's how he knows a nightmare. Of him walking around in white underwear. And we see him wander around in non-branded white briefs. To the pool, around the house, which is fucking gigantic. Seven bedrooms and seven bathrooms. This thing cost 2.8 million fucking dollars. Jesus jinkies. And of course he wanders into the in-house gym. Because of course that's an in-house gym I'll take it this is to show off this house and it's bizarre deco, I swear to god it has a chopped up VW Beetle in of the room, along with a sliced up caddy on the wall, all with white walls and checkered marble flooring, because of course it is. We see him struggling in bed, as if something is actually happening in a fucking dream. But there's nothing happening in this fucking dream, oh my god. This is just an excuse for Dakota to purve on models slash actors in tight white briefs. Or for a young gay, who somehow has never heard of the internet, to get his rocks off. Or am I missing the, um, art? Hmm. Seven minutes into this 75 minute quote movie, is this pretty boy still wandering around this fucking gigantic house as nothing is happening. Yet the soundtrack is all intense and spooky. I swear to God, these <coughs> movies are just like the Bad Ben movies, except with less pretty boys. Nothing happens, and we see this fucking huge house. Barbie, don't bother checking out the big the Bad Ben movies because they're just atrocious. I mean, actually, fuck it, check them out. There's eight of the fuckers done in less than I think it was six years. Knock yourself out. These are horrendously dull. Anyway. Why is Driftwood wearing red-heeled boots? I swear to god, this decor tacky takes offence to it. Ten minutes in, he goes upstairs unsure where the fuck he's going. Eh, uh, mate, you live in this frat house, you should know where you're going. Plus, you should know the detail, The, the, the sorry, the decor. Why the fuck are you stopping to stare at a mermaid statue all puzzled like? Oh my god. Also, there is no way this is a frat house, it's way too fucking clean for fucking a bunch of frat bros. Anyway, upstairs, he wanders around the balcony, in his bare feet, yeah, fuck that, this balcony looks fucking disgusting. There's water damage everywhere, I mean, for a fucking $2 million house, it has water damage, what the fuck? Anyway, that's what the fucking budget went to, to fix up this bloody mansion. In every world, he's acting like Freddy is after him, not wandering around this house in broad fucking daylight. I swear to God, I mean, it's a gloriously hot summer day. This guy's acting like he's fucking Freddy up his arse, I mean. Instead, he goes confused as the music sounds like Freddy's going to kill him any second with a constant fucking heartbeat. I swear where the music sounds like you're playing dead by daylight yet nothing is fucking happening just this young actor wander around in his white knickers 16 minutes in and i'm begging to any detail I mean. for something to happen as he walks into this huge bathroom with a hot tub and marble counters finally some good taste i mean i swear to god what the fuck is a direction for these movies <clears throat> Okay son, I want you to walk around with wearing these tight white underwear, a size to fuck a small view of your dick at twelve o'clock, act confused, and show off my gigantic house. And action Anyway, he wakes up straight into the shower he goes. Okay, my number one role for horror is No good horror is worth salt unless it has a shower scene where applicable. But this is also a Dakota thing, as he has these twenty somethings showering naked. Just standing in a shower for 10 minutes straight and do fucking nothing because this thing is padded. Also, not to worry, even though this is an 18 rating, there is no nudity shown. I mean, for God's sake, for such a fucking big, gigantic house, this shower is teeny. Anyway, the soundtrack kicks in, making it sound like some big muscle guy is going to come in to wash this little twink's back. But nope, it's just him alone, turning slowly. Under the water, and there isn't even a fucking ass shot, I mean, really. Ah, uh, God almighty, oh my God, I sound like a fucking old perv, but, ugh. Three and a half minutes later, it cuts to outside of these this ridiculous house. Cut to the house geek. How do I know he's a house geek? Why, he's wearing black framed glasses, and is writing in a yellow legal pad. Plus he's wearing less tight underwear. Hmm, who is he, you may ask? I have no idea, because none of these fucking characters are actually named, there's only a handful of fucking names, which drives me insane. Anyway, he chases down a jock, Gordon, played by Jake Maiden, who is in two of these. Now, you think you would do one of these for the money and then run, but nope, some of these people come back time and again. Wait, hold on, the geek's name is Smiley, played by Freddie Ray, who never worked again unless his name was a fake name. Anywho, he asks Gordon where the other bros are, and he tells them it's spring break, they're all on Florida, but a handful who have to stay back for some bullshit game, and that that slimy, slimy, smiley rather, <laughs> oh god, slimy, but she's on Monday, he used to write a 10 year anniversary essay on the house, and he promised he would get help from the other frat bros. Gordon says talk to Andrew, the flat, frat of a what frat leader. Then he fucks off to swim, leaving the geek to write in his little not bad. Going outside, he hears a noise. He thinks it's Smiley, playing a joke on him. Nope, it's a female ghost. Ooh, spooky. Played by Kirsten Glass, who never walked again. She purls on these pretty boys, slowly possessing them, turning into zombies. Outside, Gordon sits on a sun lounger. Then dives into this gigantic pool as the ghost girl watches him after she walks around the house some more because gets some more shots of this fucking house. Once outside, sorry once out of the pool rather, she watches over him as he sunbathes so puts him in a trance filling him up not actually touching him. And sweet mother of bejesus. This has more padding than a fucking drag queen's ass. As she pervs over his body, barely touching him, the camera lingers all over his body. God, I do sound like an old fucking perv. Anyway, the way, anyway, he must have been modest because he's wearing board shorts, not tight white underwear, or indeed speedos. This goes on for a good 10 minutes, and boom, he's a zombie. No, not like a George Amaro one, but a mindless drone. She tries her spooky shit on Smiley, but he's too busy writing. His fucking agent a letter asking why the fuck is he in this thing? So he fails to turn him. So Smiley looks around the house for signs of life, but no one is in this huge house. Until Kelso, played by Derek North, who was discovered by Dakota, and did two of these jump scares Smiley. Now by discovered, does he mean he saw him in a bar? Hello, you're do pretty boy, yoink. Anyway, who asks him who else is, is home then bitches him about writing this goddamn fucking essay? And sweet mother of all that is bejeezable, the acting. I have seen better acting in fucking homemade porn. No wonder Dakota strips these guys down to their knickers because they cannot act for fucking shit. Kilso tells him to stop whining. It's not that bloody hard to write an essay on this house. Ten years ago, a rich old man built this house a month later. He died, and then it was a frat house a week later. Smiley tells him That's not that simple. This house is built on top of the ashes of an house. Yet Ghost Girl doesn't look like she's burned up. Anyway, Kelso leaves to do some laundry and leaves Smiley to his writing. Cut to outside as two <laughs> football stars are throwing around the old pigskin, shirtless, but of course they are brads. Wait, he's Brad? Then who the fuck was a pretty boy at the start? And Liam, played by Adam Fabus. I think he's named because, as I say, these people aren't fucking named. Anyway, if it is Adam Fabus, he'd have done two of these. Anyway, these two um, wrestle. Then Liam leaves to go to the wait room. And here, Ghost Girl follows him to power him working out. So does the bloody wheel camera. No, wait, hold on a minute here. She purls on Brad as he showers with a garden hose. She does her whole no-touchy thing. And he's possessed after five fucking minutes. As the soundtrack goes into hyperdrive, yet fuck all is happening. Oh, my God. Uh, This Graham Rogers guy must be shy also. he's wearing blue baggy board shorts. Hold on a second here. This footage is looped. God, how much padding does this fucking movie have? Oh my God. Cut to Kelso, who mustn't do a laundry as a poor little lamb is down to his Tidy whities. A Aside, so take from but of course, suddenly he's attacked by Gordon who is now in Tidy Whities, so runs upstairs to a bedroom where Brad in Tidy Whities turns him into a mindless drawing. Cut to Andrew, played by David Fannery. He did three of these, Jesus Christ, before becoming a jobbing actor on tv texting loudly on his iphone dressed in blue basketball shorts with black bandana yes this is called padding as i can't fucking write this movie i mean there's nothing to write in this movie so i'm going to describe what they're fucking wearing anyway as i said earlier he's the frat president smile reports to him he has problems writing this fucking ridiculous essay which if he doesn't have it finished by the end of the day, then the frat is out on the street. Is that how the fuck that one works? Also, why the hell would you lose such an important thing last fucking minute? Andrew doesn't give a French frat titty fuck, and chases away the geek, who is now dressed in a black t-shirt and torn jeans. Cue backstory time. That This is the nut house that every kid neighbourhood was scared of before it burned down in the 80s. Well, thing is, this house is built on top of it, and it burnt down 25 years ago that day, oh my god, how in the hell can they escape the humanity, oh god. Again, Andrew doesn't give a fucking toss, and just walks off, leaving Smiley all alone. On to Cliff, played by Zach Cuddleback. God, Cuddleback. He did three of these and is now a production designer. He whines, smiley that is, to Cliff about this goddamn fucking essay. But Cliff is hungover, and tells Smiley to fuck right off. And he goes back to bed, Cliff goes, who is now wearing ill-fitting white knickers for some reason. Okay, why does he have this weird god stuff over a four-poster bed? Why the fuck's a frat boy got a four-poster bed? Anyway, he falls asleep. Then... Feels himself of me sleep. I should won't. The camera then perts over his body as porn movie- porn music kicks in. I swear to God, It's ball. Bowel- ch- 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 music. Oh God, that was terrible. Ghost girl shows up to do her touchy feely thing, as he mimics wanking off of actually touching his dick. Five minutes later, he's turned and walks the zombie. Brad kills and Gordon to seal the deal. Finally, Ghost girl's goes downstairs to perv on Liam as he's working out in the gym, he's wearing cameo basketball shorts, the camera pervs over his six-pack, you know I know something, for a bunch of so-called jocks he's the one that's actually in fucking shape, anyway Ghost Girl does her no touchy thing and ten minutes later he's turned, and I just noticed this footage is looked also sweet mother of all that is bejeezable how much padding does this fucking movie have anyway inbox the zombie bros to seal the deal finally we get the name of the pretty boy from the start it's davis played by luke allen who did three of these and never wrote again so an hour into an hour and 15 minute film do we finally get all the names say it with me lazy writing Cut to Smiley, bitching to another pretty boy about how he stuck writing this god-forsaking fucking essay. And he can't get help from anyone now he can't find any of these douchebros. By the way, this guy isn't named, plus he isn't lusted on IMDb because fuck this movie, that's why. Wait a second here, he's Davis, so who the fuck was this pretty boy at the start? Oh I give to who cares? Anyway, he tells Smiley that the old nut house was haunted by a girl patient who was locked inside when the place burned down. That was twenty five years ago. And the house was built ten years later. How the fuck did he you know that one? And no one else does. Who cares? Cut to Davis in a shower as Smiley weeks from outside because something about Oh, you're gonna help me write this essay, blah 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 blah. So smiley goes outside the room as this guy showers. Five minutes later. He's all showered with no soap, no shower gel, or indeed no shampoo. He just stands under the water and wets his fucking ch- uh, torso and back and doesn't even touch his hair. And walks Ghost Girl to do her no touchy feely thing, and boom! Five minutes later, he's turned. The soundtrack tracked on all sinister as, oh, the possessed. Rose attacks Smiley. What does he do? Why, well, he runs into the fucking possessed fat bros like a moron. He is now completely fucked, as he runs to Andrew for help, but he's it texting to give two shits. Smiley tells him the frat bros are zombies, and have to run for it, but Andrew being an alpha male dickhead, decides to take all the all of them on, all on his lonesome, un-bloody-well arms of course. Smiley pleads him to listen, but and here we go, he spews out some more backstory that 25 years ago, a girl was burned alive in the sanitarium. And every single year she comes back to haunt the house. This year, however, she has people to possess into ghouls. So they're now well and truly fucked. Because apparently the old guy was attacked by this ghost girl continually, that's why he died or some bullshit on that. Anyway, Andrew runs off to deal with these douche bros and seconds later... There's a scream as he's turned. Smiley is next. Cut to the ugly fucking tiki tiki statue rather. Outside the house as credits roll. Yes, folks, there's no fucking ending. It just rolls the bloody well credits. Of which there's about fucking four minutes of. So that was 1313 Haunted Frats. What the fuck can I say? This is nothing but a dull softcore porn wannabe with truly awful first day acting school level fucking acting. Nothing but a bunch of pretty boys either wander around a huge house in nothing but a pair of tight white briefs, or they shower for five plus minutes at a time washing with no soap, or they are indeed lying in a bed asleep. Uh, Before being turned into ghouls, which look nothing like fucking ghouls or zombies. I guess you can't mess up these pretty boy faces. This story has no plot, it is awfully written, and it is just plain fucking dull. It drags on and on and on. I'm giving this thing a very generous minus 5 out of 10. Avoid these fucking movies. Oh my god. Still, come back next week as we look at Animal Street 2, Friday's Revenge then a few other queer films before I dive into the Sleepaway Camp movies in June and the Eating Out movies in July. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's A Johnny's A Pod. Check out my other franchise movies such as Jaws, Aliens, Batman, House and a more. Also my solo podcast of a virus haunted hills, the stuff, Chud2, Bud the Chud, and many more. A by Hantra member. I watch these bud you don't have to. Not have to exercise this from my brain.